Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Man, he elevated at the height right there. So do we have a series? Maybe, hopefully. I don't know. I don't know what to call what I saw last night, but I know what I'll call it, Key. I'll call it home court advantage. Obvious in that game. And now at least we have a 2-1 in the series instead of 3-0, which would have meant the series definitely over. Now we got something. We've got to wait two days for it as the NBA Finals continue and the Bucks get the win. Good morning, everybody. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in with Key. What did you take What's from that game? What did you take from it? I mean, just, I, like I, I ain't said seen home you all weekend, court advantage. And the first thing you do is start telling me something about basketball, yeah. home court advantage, mm-hmm. and 30 seconds into the yeah, damn show. Yeah, yeah. You just say, hey, man. How was your weekend? You, oh, oh, am I supposed to do this fake? Like, hey, What's we happening? haven't talked all morning. Well, like I don't want to pretend like we didn't. We've been here for an hour together. I've already but checked with you. There are people that have not been with us for an hour. They've only been with us for a minute and forty seconds. Can we do this over again? And so they want to at least know. All right, we got to do this what over again. happened during the rain this week in the heat, mixed in with the rain and the thick <laughs> humidity and <laughs> all wanna... of the different things that all go right. on in the New York State. So what I'm learning is the first segment of the show on a Monday is generally let Key complain about whatever happened this weekend in New York. No, it wasn't no complaints. <laughs> it wasn't complaints. We'll dive into what I did later on in the show, obviously, oh. because I got a chance to let Conor McGregor talk me into purchasing something. We do have to I, discuss that. Yeah. <laughs> I got bamboozled by him. But <laughs> that's hoodwinked. Why, but that's why he's a, a big draw, I learned. Because as I, the build up over those, I don't know, I call it 48 hours or so up into the fight. It felt like it was going to be a big night. But I finally decided, yeah, I think I'm going to pay for this. Uh, And you paid already. Yeah, Disney. (laughs) Can I get my, uh, a a code, (laughs) a a free code? I mean, I do work for you guys. We do get paid to talk about it. Yes, like, it's a business expense. I went to my TV, I'm like. Oh, wait, something's wrong here. Wait, I signed in. Shouldn't I just get this? I signed in, so then I had to tell my wife, call her downstairs. I had to call on the phone, tell her to come downstairs. I'm sitting there with my buddies, you know, and we're getting ready to. Yeah. We're watching because it went off ESPN, and I had to move over to ESPN+. Right. I'm like, damn, I don't have to fight. And then you have have that moment where you have to make that decision. Do I just, do I pay for this? But think about it, though. Before we get to the Suns, think about it. Mm -hmm. He talked me into purchasing it. Connor, absolutely. Well, because he told because you that Dustin the, Poirier was going out on a stretcher. Yeah, and, like who, the, and who ended up almost going out on a stretcher? <laughs> like, isn't that amazing? Like he said, you're going out in a coffin. Like he was basically saying, "I'm going to kill you." Yeah, in, in the octagon, it, it turned around the other way. Ooh. Although it was a little bit of a slip, but we'll get into that. It just was funny. Now you could go with the NBA. Is it okay now? Yes, let's go with the NBA. That that's that had to get done. All right. Well, that's great. But but so let me go back to what I was saying initially about the NBA Finals. I mean, home court advantage is so important in sports, as we know, especially the deeper you get, right? Especially when you get home crowds. Field, home court, all that, yeah. All that stuff matters, right? It, it really does. I felt like last night was more about, and you don't want to take away from performances. Everybody's going to be like, what about how great he played? Guys played great. Some guys didn't play great. You're going to hear from Devin Booker in a second who did not play well. But it just, you that crowd got behind them early. They played so fast, the Bucks did. It seemed overwhelming. The Suns pushed a couple of times. Third quarter made a push, got it to four. But in the end, you just felt like they played so fast, they played so hard, and the crowd was behind them. It seemed like this was going to be that night the Bucks needed to get back in this series. Yeah, but psychologically, when you think about it, the home court, home field, all that sort of stuff, 
is so important for teams because it's just not what happens in the arena or on the field. It's also what happens in the city. Mm -hmm. Players are sitting there watching the news, watching television, seeing fans riled up. And then you ride in on your bus and you see fans gathering, getting ready. All all that stuff is psychological, believe it or not. And then as time goes on, you start to see other things develop. Then you take it to the court. And you talk about a guy like Giannis that gave him 41 points last night. Whenever he does what Giannis is supposed to do, he gets the M, the V, maybe not the P. Not quite yet for Yates. He just get the M and the V. <laughs> 41 points and dominating all the way around in the paint. When he starts shooting bunker threes, that's when the Bucks are in trouble. When he does exactly what he did, gave, giving you 13 boards and another, uh, what was it, six, six assists? Six assists. Yeah. That's big time. That's big time MVP basketball. And now everybody else can chime in. Drew Holiday can feel like he's an important part of what they're doing on both ends of the floor. Chris Middleton can start to knock down open threes or open shots at the elbow and start to play his game. And everybody else kind of falls in line after that. And that is what the Bucs did. And so when you look at it, you say to yourself, okay, yeah, they cut the league down to four, but it's the fourth quarter. NBA basketball really starts in the fourth quarter, whether it's the regular season or in the playoffs. The run that they had, it, it felt like, again, like I said, they, they came back. Drew Holiday, you mentioned, he made some big shots to stem the tide, and that was important. He had five threes in the game. He went for 21. We were talking about how he was sort of that guy that was missing in action the first two games of the series, wondering how he was going to get his game back. He definitely got it back. Played 40 minutes as well. His defense also on Devin Booker was something to talk about because he got into Devin Booker's head pretty early. That whole bench did. And Booker had him say he had a terrible game. We'll get into Giannis, of course, in another 40-point performance from him uh, in a little bit. But Healthy Giannis. But began, it's still remarkable if you think about that injury. But Devin Booker, 3 of 14, 1 of 7 from downtown, only 10 points in 29 minutes. Just an absolute struggle for him. And that really was a big part of this game because if you're going to win a game on the road – especially with that kind of atmosphere, seeing how hard the Bucks were playing. You're down four. There's chances. you got to be able to make shots. Your big guys have to do it. Devin Booker didn't get it done. This is Straight Talk brought by Straight Talk Wireless. And here's the thing. After the game, Booker pretty much acknowledged he did not get it done. Uh, it wasn't well, obviously. But, you know, there's nights like that. And, you know, the most important part to me is winning the game, and we didn't do that. So, you know, I'm more frustrated about that. But we have a few days off here. We're going to get back right going to go over film and be ready Wednesday. I hate the fact that this now goes to Wednesday. Like, we get no momentum out of this, don't two you days, think? Does it benefit the Suns that we got away two days or the Bucks because of the rest I factor? Think, I don't think it benefits either team. Nobody? I don't think so, me personally. I think we'd, we'd, they're going to make the adjustments. They're going to make the adjustments. It's all about guys like Drew Holiday stepping up defensively and doing exactly what the Bucks paid him to do was to take on guys like Devin Booker and shut him down mm-hmm. when, you know, when he needs to. And he hadn't been doing that in other games that we saw, or at least over a four-quarter span he hadn't done it. And so last night, that challenge at home, the momentum, doing those sort of things, he stepped up to the plate, and Devin Booker struggled. And, and look, man, Devin Booker's going to be a terrific player in this league. Next for Kobe. a long You see, I'm going to gloss right over that for a long time. And I get it. Kobe talked to him and told him, be legendary. And he got the tattoo. And it's sensationalized. But 
To me, that's wrong. It's wrong for it to be sensationalized and pushed up as much as we do in sports media because the guy has to grow. This is his first time ever playing in an NBA final, mm-hmm. okay? CP3 is there to teach him along the way. He's still learning. Let's pump the brakes for a minute. And when I, when I was saying it a while ago when everybody was talking about how great Devin Booker is, he's going to be the next. And it's like, man, come on, man, just – let the dude enjoy these moments. That's not what we do, though. But let him enjoy these moments before we start to put him there because when you start to put him there and it doesn't go well and it goes like it did last night when he only scored 10 points, Kobe Bryant ain't giving you 10 in the finals unless he's hurt. Unless he's hurt. Okay. Kobe Bryant's not giving you 10. And if he get, he's going to go to the foul line a million times. He's going to do it on the other end of the floor defensively. It just doesn't happen like that. Booker will get there. You can't get put this guy there yet. Let him let him keep going. Like that, just slow it down. <laughs> it's okay to slow it down a minute. We're it's always fine. looking for the next star. And that's straight talk part by straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise. You know what though? How he responds in game four is also though part of the story. It is part of the mamba mentality and all those things that he's trying to use as his foundation as a player, it, right? It all the things part, that Kobe said to him, that. all is, that stuff it, that he's It is part using. of that. It is what part he does of that. in game four will say a lot. But, but again. No, I know you hate it, but I this is what we do. I, I, I You're just, not wrong, though. This is exactly what happens. We set this bar of, oh, he's the next Kobe. And then he doesn't reach that bar, and we go, ah, he's not the next Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go get this guy. The guy, you know, it's just like. And we put it on him. It's but a, that's certainly. It's wrong. It's still, that's a big part of it. Again, so the the Bucks do get the win they had to get in Game Three. Now we have a two one Game Four, not till Wednesday, and of course, to me now it makes it even more important a big Game Four for the Bucks still to see if they can hold serve. Speaking of the Bucks, though, coming up next is why Key is tired of people discrediting one key member of the Bucks. That comes up after he tells you about Indeed. The reasons to find your next hire with Indeed are starting to add up. Just look at the numbers. Instant Match searches millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates whose resumes fit your job description. They have 135 skill tests that go beyond the resume to find help you find the right candidates faster. And according to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all the other job sites combined. So... If you want to multiply your employees and subtract the hassles of finding them, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Loads toward the basket and stuffed with two hands. They can't stop Giannis tonight. And goes for 41 points, a second straight 40-point finals I'm game. I'm not Michael Jordan. You know, all I care about right now is getting one more. That's all. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Giannis with the stare down, too. You get him like... As he went past Chris Paul on that one play, that one dunk, which was a fantastic – I think we saw it in 360 a couple of times. Like, he goes past Chris Paul, and it's not like he looked at him, but he kind of, like, let him know, like, little corner of the eye kind of thing. Well, he looked at him. Scowl. Chris didn't acknowledge him. Not at all. So, it, it looked like he kind of didn't look at him all the way, but he did. What's I like that, that though. What's that moment like? Like, if, if – if, did that – None. Ain't nothing you can say. Like a corner just kind of gives you that as you're as nothing, you, you know it's, at that at that particular moment there's nothing you can say nothing it's like I'm just I just look away it's like, like when when you've been in the stadium and like you're ranked high and then people start saying overrated <laughs> nothing you can say it's just you charge it to the game man yeah nothing you can do well that's the thing about about this Bucks team. Uh, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit progressive.com. Not overrated, but maybe we don't give them enough credit. I mean, at times we've been critical of Mike Budenholzer, also of Giannis. He goes to the free throw line at home, and it's a much different story, isn't it? Although you did hear faint some Suns fans that were in the building counting early in the game when he got to the free throw line. That went away quickly. He was he was 13 of 17 from the free throw line. But, but he had more it- free throws than the Suns did as a team but in that's this game. It, but that's because he's going down low and he's playing bully ball. He's doing exactly what his size will allow him to do. Yeah, downhill. It, it, you downhill. Uh-huh. If he stays downhill the rest of the way, he's going to be at the free throw line 17 times. And DeAndre Ayton got into foul trouble early, so there was really nobody else out there to protect the rim to, to just put up a wall, any of that stuff. There's two things him. that happen to big guys like that on, on the offensive end when people are trying to do something with him down low. They're either going to get fouled, right, to yeah. the point, and they're going to be up the line, or they're going to make buckets. Mm-hmm. That's all that's going to happen to you when you're that good and that dominant in the paint. You take advantage of it. That was Diesel. Think about with Shaq. Shaq get his Literally. butt right on the block. And n- there's nothing, nothing you can do. You're you either going to grab him and hope that he's going to the foul line and miss. Otherwise, he's going to dunk on your face in the, rain, the, the net. It's going to be in your throat because he's going to pull it down. He's going to Chris Dudley you right into the sideline. Giannis went for 41 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. Like I said, 13 of 17 from the free throw line. So he got to the line. That was a bit of a story, too, because it was 26 free throws for the Bucs and only 16 for the Suns. That's always going to be the loser's lament about the free throws. And, you know, of course. um, If you're not driving to the cup or you don't have your big down low, where are you going to get the fouls from? Yeah, well, that's the other part. A lot of jump shots. Yeah. A lot of mid-range stuff that wasn't going down. But. You know, the Scott Foster, Chris Paul aspect was in play last night as well. But, you know, again, as we said, we talked about what the Suns didn't do. We talked about Devin Booker not playing well. What about what the Bucks did well? That's the part that matters most to a coach like Mike Budenholzer. He talked about Giannis and another 40-point performance from his superstar. You know, he's just um, doing whatever it takes um, to help his team, to help us. Um, you know, he's in an aggressive mindset. He, he always plays that way. But I thought he played with the pass well, made some great reads, um, found guys, um, played against the zone. Uh, he just did a little bit of everything, offensive boards, put backs. Um, you know, so we need a lot from him, and that's what he does. You didn't like that, did you? The, but, the tone. 
No, no, no. I thought I, the tone here is fine. But but that's the same tone that you get he, he even has when been you cons- lose. You're right. He's been consistent. Even when, you, even when you lose, that's the same tone you get. You're right. And so why I asked you that question, though, if I took that same tone and I gave that same tone to a more aggressive coach in a sport. Pete Carroll, how does he talk after this win? Oh, he, Pete Carroll would just tell you simply, I expected Giannis to do that. That's why he's the MVP. Da, 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 da. Loves him, right? He'll loves talk him. about how much he oh, yeah. loves him, oh, yeah. what he means yeah. to us. Like all Absolutely. the emotion comes so out. If I, but, but my Bud's point is, if I get, but if I gave you that same, everything Bud said and I dropped it into Pete Carroll's voice or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Same words. So you think it's more the delivery? It's like you say, it's not what he's saying. It's the delivery. It's the delivery. But he is just monotone. That's monotone. who he is as a coach. Boring. But the cons- it sounds so boring. Right? What he was saying it right there. I was like, why did we uh, even play that? Right. Like, yeah. let me go to sleep. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, it's like. But if I gave it to Pete, or I gave it to Parcells, or I gave it to Coach Riley, uh, 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 or I gave it to somebody like Steve Kerr that just got a little more of that, mm-hmm. you would embrace that. I'm guaranteed 100% you would embrace that. Is that really what it is? Am I falling for that? Am I falling for the delivery? You fell for it. Is that what this is? You fell for it. Wow. You fell for it. 888 Are the Bucks back in this series after this win, or is it they had to do what they did, they had the crowd behind them, and now it's a matter of can they do it again? Key, that's the question. Can they do it again? But yes. this is, again, you know, you bring up Coach Bud. You bring it up. And I'm first to admit, and I know Jeff Van Gunny, I felt like he was talking to me last night during the broadcast. <laughs> Guilty. But he, right away I'm like, come on, Jeff. But he's just saying, I don't understand all these people that criticize Budenholzer. They don't know basketball. I'm like, oh, that hurt. That one hurt because I feel like I do. And I feel like I watch a team that is so maddening at times. So let me ask you this, though. How did they get here? Did they get here just because Giannis alone – that Giannis carried him all by himself they to the championship. They got here because Kevin Durant's foot was on a three-point line. See, but that's not I'm fair. Taking, I'm sorry. That's I, not fair, That though. is the story of their run to the finals. It's, it's not fair, though. Kevin Durant almost single-handedly knocked them out not, of the playoffs. He, his toe was on the three-point line. What word did Come you on, just Keith? use? Almost. Doesn't matter. It, it does matter. Because they didn't stop him. He Durant stopped himself. Is, Durant is getting ready for the Olympics right now, which is another conversation. Oh, we got to get to that. <laughs> so, think about it. Yes, Kevin Durant, if he three would have went down, they wouldn't be here. But they are here in the whole You could also is, say that if Kyrie Irving doesn't get hurt. That, 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 we can say that, If he doesn't get hurt, they, there's, there's no way they're that series. butts and blah, blah, blahs. We can do that all day long. <laughs> yeah, we can. Right, but we can. I have more ammunition for and you. And the coach obviously has to get some sort of kudos for being a part of it. It ain't autopilot. Right, yes. He's got to make some adjustments. He's got to be able to tell Giannis, stop shooting threes, get down low. This is what we need to do. He's got to tell. Defensively, Drew, I need you yeah, to lock down Drew Booker. To, right. Here's how we want to do it. Here, Don't switch off. This is what we're doing. I don't. I want you to get over the screens. I want you to get under this. He has to do something. The guys, well, I'm not saying he's not doing anything. It's not that he's not doing anything as a coach, all right? I'm not saying that, but A, like you just were talking about, the delivery sometimes is just 
like, oh, you mad at him about the delivery? Well, because it's you can't, when your team is down and you can just get the same monotone. It's like guy, like give me a break, like, give, give me a little something. You're right. I'm it, learning so that as we point, go. But the reason that I'm like, coach but to act like Van this guy's like in this this guy's going like like he's Red Auerbach all of a sudden with the way he coaches. That's a that's a bit strong. It's like not you like saying, he's Red Auerbach. You saying the fact Kevin that, Booker shouldn't be compared to somebody? Is that is like it's me saying that that coach Bud? He's yeah, he's a good coach, but let's not put him in the pantheon of nobody's, great coaches nobody's the doing finals. that but people he's had fortune work for him in the playoffs has been crushing this dude forever and all he continues they're down to all they come back they're down to all they come back. it just there's something there i'll tell you what he I'll gets his 48 hours he gets his 48 four. hours or so to make the necessary adjustments that he makes well, now he gets two days well now, now he, he gets, gets two another days. two days if they win that game may be four, too much i start to change my tune i'll, I'll tell you that if they win game but four, let's be all i'm saying is let's be fair when you are critiquing his ability as a coach you got to be fair because if it's a Nate McMillan and he's making the adjustments and they come back the first thing we do is we jump on the table and we say see that's a coach he's making mm-hmm. the adjustments mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying just be fair yeah I, I I think I am being fair coach Gundy doesn't think so I coach Van Gundy we need to get yeah i Anybody out there that was critical of Coach Bud and you heard Jeff say that, how many of you also felt the same way I did? Because the minute I heard it, I'm like, damn, Jeff, that one hurt. <laughs> it came right for me on that one. But you heard it look, loud and clear, Perk, too. Perk was also saying the same thing. I mean, that's Well, Perk just... told me Friday that it, it was over. Mm. He did say that. Anyways. <laughs> how about this, though? Which second-year quarterback, because we get into some NFL conversation, second-year, you and I talked about speaking of first take. We talked about this. It was a lively discussion. Discussion, and let's continue with it. Second-year quarterback who's under the most pressure this season. Of course, we'll continue with the NBA Finals talk as well, and we'll answer that and more after I tell you a little about Rumble On. So do you have a motorcycle, ATV, or even a truck that's sitting in your garage that you've been waiting to sell? With RumbleOn.com, you can easily turn your unused vehicle into cash in minutes. RumbleOn.com will give you a cash offer for your vehicle and pick it up for free anytime, anywhere. Harleys, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha. And even if you're just looking to trade in, Rumble On will pay cash no matter what the make or model. See what Rumble On can do for you by visiting RumbleOn.com. Fast bikes, faster cash. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Michael is in Queens. Michael, what's up, man? And as far as Key goes and the diva, Key, you're so diva, it's more like Kiva should be your new name. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Giannis, outside the high post left. Turns on Crowder, explodes toward the basket, and stuffed with two hands. They can't stop Giannis tonight. He's up to 39. He's just a physical force with enough of a handle that if you're in his grill, he's going right around. No big there. Marques Doris Burke with the call on ESPN Radio as Giannis goes for 41. And the Bucks win game three of the NBA Finals. 120-100 was the final score. The series deficit now cut to two games to one. Giannis also had 13 rebounds, so with the 40 and 13, made him the third player in NBA Finals history with a 40-point double-double in back-to-back games. He joins LeBron James and Shaq in that category. Coverage of Game 4, we got to wait till Wednesday, everybody, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. To the 2020 Euro, or Euro 2020, Italy claimed its first championship since 1968 in the Euros, with a 3-2 penalty shootout victory against England, the win gave Italy its sixth major tournament title and extended its unbeaten streak to 34 straight games, one shy of matching the all-time record. What a finish. Shohei Otani leads the way in the 2021 Home Run Derby, which you can see tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, and hear it on ESPN Radio. So the two-way player is the headliner tonight. Otani leads the majors with 33 home runs this season. Yeah, at the break, the first pitcher and first Japanese-born player to ever compete in this event. Sports Center brought to you by California Almonds. Country versus country, you versus the home printer. No matter the competition, you need natural fuel. Almonds are exactly that fuel for the best you. Almonds are natural, energy-packed, stay-on-task, feel-good fuel to power you through. California Almonds, own your every day, every day. Countdown to training camp. We're in single digits. Are we not, Pat Costello? Nine days? Do we have that right? Correct. Nine days till training camp. I can smell camp. it. You can smell it, can't I you? I can smell it. You get excited this time of year. You start the feeling The grass. Like you can smell the grass. You fresh cut grass. You got the, the humidity fresh, in the air. The humidity, the grass. You got mm. all that. The, the, it's wet early in the morning when you walk out there. That morning dew right yeah, there the on the turf. morning dew, all that. You know, dudes walking in with flip-flops with sleepy eyes. They come in in the training room to get taped, mad because they got to get up, not feeling great. So, you can feel it. No, no, this is that time of year you start to feel it and you start to get ready for it. You start to think about what your team can be. I always feel like, like this is the season of hope in the NFL because every team feels like they got a shot, no matter who you are. Oh, absolutely. Even the Jets, you yeah, feel like you got a shot. Man. When, I, when I came in my first year, I thought I was going to Super Bowl. My second year, I thought I was going to Super Bowl again every year. Oh, we going to Super Bowl. We good. You just feel even like though, you've got even to though I know we not good, <laughs> I'm just gonna lie to myself just in case. Right. Maybe you know? something can happen. We'll get some luck. Things will work our way. Whatever it is, somebody will be a surprise player. But there's always that excitement about your team. Now, if you have a young quarterback, there's that anticipation of what they can become. 
you and I had this um, discussion while we were on first take on Friday when it comes to second-year quarterbacks that are coming into this season. Yeah. And we were discussing, like, which one would have the most pressure on them yeah. in this season. And so the options that we have here today to discuss, because you and I – I had Jalen Hurts. You had Jordan Love. But also, Tua Tungavaiola is another guy that certainly we could discuss, Joe Burrow, and then Justin Herbert. So out of those five, and I know you took Jordan Love on Friday, but let's just include these all five. Which one do you think has the most pressure on them next season? I still think this season? I still think it's Jordan Love. I mean, you're taking over a team, much like I said to you last week, you're taking over a team that's gone to two NFC championship games and the and the hope and prayer for the Green Bay Packer fans and the Milwaukee area fans or whatever you want to call it, is we're going back to the NFC Championship game and we're going to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Because the only thing that right now is missing from them right now is the quarterback. Everything else is They have all, all the there. pieces that got Everything. them to the final they, got they still got Kenny Clark. They still have uh, Adams. They've, they've added uh, Amari Rogers at the receiver position. They got everything. Aaron Jones. They got it all. And all you have to do as a young quarterback with a team like that is to not allow him to make the necessary mistakes that could cost you. Mm -hmm. I point to the New York Jets, and I, I use that as an example because they went to two straight NFC Championship games with Mark Sanchez by not allowing him to make those mistakes. The right. moment that they unleashed him is when Rex Ryan got fired. That was a veteran roster just like this yes. one is, but it also was a team that focused on defense and running the football. Is Aaron Jones just going to have to carry the load? Like when we talk about what's more important for them, and, and not to have Jordan Love do too much, that puts a lot well, of pressure on their well, running game. Then. Well, first of all, they're in a division that's not strong. True. Tom Brady was in the division with the Jets. Okay, so that was a different that was a different situation. New England was a good football team. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the Bears are not going to be. But easy. the Bear, but it's not going to be easy. But we don't really know what the Bears are. Well, Minnesota. We don't know. Did you see Minnesota yeah. last year? Like, we don't know what they are. And so we at least know that if Aaron Rodgers steps underneath the center, he's now – the Green Bay Packers are now considered one of the top four teams in the NFC. Right. So you know what that is. Jordan Love coming in, the clock was speeded up. They didn't expect to have to play Jordan Love this year. No. 2023, 2024 – Maybe he takes over. Aaron Rodgers threw a monkey wrench in that program mm -hmm. by essentially saying right now, I'm not going to play for you. Now they've had to speed that clock up. There's a lot of pressure on this young man to not screw it up because there's veteran guys in that locker room that's sitting there saying themselves, Devontae Adams is saying not only, not only mm -hmm. do I have to deal with this from a contract standpoint coming up, I also got to be able to perform to help my team when? If I don't perform as a receiver, who else are you going to throw the damn ball to? Mm -hmm. So all of those sort of little things add pressure to this young man. And you can Jalen Hurts. There's no pressure on Jalen Hurts. They don't even have a team. You could name two people on that team right now. But I'm going to tell you why it's Jalen Hurts, and it has nothing to do with the team. See, I feel like the pressure who, when we say this, which quarterback has the most pressure on them, pressure isn't just – 
about, well, I've got to play well so my team performs. Yes, but Pressure I also – Pressure is survival if, in the league. And what, to and me, so Jordan think, Love has – no, he's got runway because oh, the pressure's no. more oh, on no. the front office. No. They're the ones that drafted him. He They've got to get him any, ready. He don't have any runway. All right. Because well, if, they, if you waste – these what are you going to Blake Bortles? What are you going to do? You're wasting opportunities. You cannot waste the opportunity to be good when you have a good team. I understand what you're saying on that front. I'm not saying there's no pressure. What I'm saying is the most pressure or more pressure. I look at Jalen Hurts, and I look at a guy that has a chance right now to either establish himself as exactly what they said. He's our guy. We're trading Carson Wentz. We're moving on. This is our guy. This is our guy. We believe in him. He's a guy that the locker room seemed to rally around. The performance certainly wasn't there. Like, he didn't put it – he didn't give you anything or at least enough last year to say 100% this is the guy, he's your guy. But it's like we need to see more. But if I'm Jalen Hurts, the pressure's on myself. I'd be putting pressure on myself thinking, all right, I got I to gotta establish this job. I got to take this job. And if I don't, that's I'm going to become a Tyrod Taylor but, where I'm just going around the Allen, league, but I'm a, not ever going to be a QB1 full-time. This is Allen, his chance to prove that, and if he doesn't, a different, they're, going, a, they're going to draft a new quarterback. Allen, that's a different type of pressure. Every it's single, pressure. Every, every single quarterback in the National Football League, except about five guys, got the same pressure that Jalen Hurts has, which I have to prove myself to hold my job. Only All of five? them. I would say only you about got five. more than five that feel like, like I'm the franchise quarterback here? There's only about five that 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 you probably that aren't that aren't like you could be replaced at any moment. There's probably five. Five? Yeah, that's a small number. You wouldn't think it was at least ten to twelve. No, that feel like I'm. No, there's this about is my there's job. about there's about five guys, and I'm not talking about guys that are on rookie deals. No, I know. starters. Yeah, I'm talking. Remember, about, we said this is second year quarterback, so let's make sure we establish that. But I mean, just in general, mm-hmm. there's only about five guys. I mean, if you go. Tua has to stay. I could go through a whole uh, laundry list. Right. You got, he's two, on our you list. got two guys in but the Tua's AFC. Tua's on our list, and we didn't include him in our conversation. But I'm saying you got two, got two, two guys on the AFC East, okay, that, that right now got to prove themselves in the AFC East. Yeah. You've, got, you've got another in the South. You've got another two guys in the South that have to prove themselves. Three, really, for the most part. Matt Ryan's on the back end of his career, but he still wants to kind of prove himself that he's there for the next several years, opposed to them moving on from him. Jameis Winston has to prove himself. Yep. Okay, Sam Darnold has to prove himself. Only guy that's solidified over there is Terrific Tom. So, okay, you go out west, but you look at the NFC West. You got Kyler Murray Jimmy, has to prove himself. Jimmy G and Jimmy Kyler G Murray. have to prove himself if he wants to Jimmy be. Jimmy G knows he's got his replacement waiting for him. So, yeah, yeah he's got to prove himself. If you want to hold off him for a Kyler Murray of time. is basically playing for his coach's future. And his future. And his future because he's got to prove right. himself. So, yeah. that's what I'm saying. There's only about five guys that really you'd be like, oh. Even if he has a bad year, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and you can exclude Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson because right now they're really technically yeah. not a part of their teams. I don't know. I just again. There's the, only one guy. It's only really one guy in in the AFC West. One guy, and that's Pat Mahomes. That's it. And Herbert, Herbert young, yeah. young rookie quarterback though. Young. Herbert's on our I mean, list. Second year quarterback under pressure. I don't find him to be under pressure. He's not under I pressure. I do though think that you're going to watch him closely though and make sure whatever we saw as a rookie, like you know, he's got to build off that. Well, don't remember you think? though, you typically don't see rookie quarterbacks that start fast like this yeah. go bam. Okay. Plummet. No, you don't. You, you never sh- see it. You don't see it. Well, he he could plateau unless it's injury. Yes. Which it was for Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Which it was for Robert Griffith III. Yep. If he stays healthy, he this dude right here is gonna be something special. Right. 
So that's so you Justin don't Herbert's expect going to, to be something special. So dropping off, don't see that. So pressure wise for him, the only because pressure, the game is slowed down for him now. It's slowed down completely from his experience. He, yeah, from his experience. Now he will only, have seen by the end of his second year. He will have seen every blitz, every everything you can think of that a defensive coordinator could throw at him. And think about it. He went into training camp not as the starter. This year he does with a lot with with the confidence of of demonstrated performance. So for him. This is a much different situation than he was in last Joe year. Joe Burrow's a perfect example, right? All right Joe what about Burrow, Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow started off kind of, I guess, hot. He was good. He was really good. He was good, and yeah. he got hurt. Right. So what is he going to be now? How does he build off How of does that? he build? Like, does he come back, or does the injury derail him where now he's just like, oh, he's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's fine. You know, yeah. Like, the, it, think about it. The same sort of thing happened to Carson Palmer. He's got some weapons. Carson there, Palmer though. started off. Carson Palmer was good. Yep. And then in that playoff game, he got he gets hurt, and then Carson becomes just a guy. Still put up some numbers, but nothing. It wasn't like damn. That's the Carson we saw prior to the injury. The injuries are an important part it's of these part. young quarterbacks continuing to excel. It's a huge part of it. And I don't look. Jalen hurts the, the Philadelphia Eagles. They don't have anything. So there's no pressure. They're not going to win the division. At least acknowledge you, you get where I'm coming from on this when it comes pressure to the pressure. for himself individually. Yes. yes. Yeah, but I'm not just talking about individual because he's every, not going to lead them to anything. Everybody has, like I said, all quarterbacks have pressure except five right. or six guys okay. that play that position. So you're discounting the pressure that I'm using as the example. You're saying, well, everybody has that. That's what you're saying. If, as an individual player, everybody has it. So for you, it's Jordan Love. Absolutely. Regardless. Jordan Love Man, is the be, guy that has to get it think done. Think about it this way. They thinking about the damn Super Bowl in Green Bay right now. They Are think, you sure? Wait, wait. No, because no of way Aaron Rodgers. Th- right, but if he's not if, there. That's the pressure that comes. Let's bring in Jen Lada, good friend of the show from ESPN Milwaukee, joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, guys. Hey. So we'd like to talk bucks with you, but because we're fi- arguing, uh, debating, discussing, Having, want a to put it. Having a conversation uh, about this topic right now, about the quarterback who has the most pressure on them, the second-year quarterback has the most pressure on them going into this, this season. Keith says it's Jordan Love. Do you, do you feel like there's pressure on Jordan Love? Um, I think people understand the circumstances. I think people understand that the Packers would prefer not to hand the keys to Jordan Love this season, that they would prefer to have Aaron Rodgers under center for another year. I think that was part of the plan. I think Rodgers has alluded to that when he's made comments like that he put a wrench in the plan, his MVP season, and playing so well. So I think locally, people are kind of going to give him a pass if, in fact, he's not ready. Would they like for him to be ready to go under center this season if, in fact, that's the direction they have to go? Sure. And they know that he's working his butt off to get there. But I think people will be like, well, that wasn't the plan anyway. They knew he was a project. They knew he was going to need time in order to get up to that, you know, uh, better than average elite level. And if he doesn't get there, I think people will give him a pass. And can you guys hear that I was at the Bucks game last night? Can you hear how my voice is already starting to go on me? Love it. Yeah. Wait, why, why, why is your voice that way? You're not supposed to be cheering for the why team. Not? What do you mean? She's part of the it's media. Her first finals since 1974. She can't She's cheer. allowed to enjoy it. She can't cheer. I believe we heard Jen counting while Giannis with the free throw line. Get out of here with that stuff. You know everybody in the media has favorite fans, right? Greeny's a New York Jets fan. Kevin Nagandi is a Phillies fan. I think 
Sedano is a Miami fan, uh, isn't he? He is wearing a Lakers shirt today. So Lakers I, aren't playing. It doesn't matter. I can, I, you, you, you say know. we when you discuss and, the and Lakers And I'm not all part of the media. My credentials does not say media. <laughs> Come on. It says Disney. <laughs> Jen, you are allowed to enjoy the finals all you want. So let's get into that part of it now. I looked at it as we all know the game three wasn't a must win, of course, but you you know again history tells you it absolutely was. The Bucks did exactly what they needed to do, and they they took advantage as I think the Suns did in the first two games of home court. You were in the building. What was it like? It was incredible. It was electric. Probably the best uh, atmosphere I've been in at Pfizer Forum. We went to game one versus the Nets. Um, and it felt a little dead. It felt a little, you know, like people had forgotten how to fan. They certainly <laughs> did the refresher course, and they certainly were up to the task last night. I think they knew that Bucks, you know, needed a little bit of a boost from the home crowd, and so they absolutely they brought it. They showed up. They showed out, and it seemed like the the team responded. Um, very impressive performance by them. You know, there have been times when, and I know the Bucks have been chasing in these games versus the Suns, but there have been times where they've closed it to under ten. I think closed it to six, and every time in those situations, it seemed like the Suns hit a big shot and kind of shut them down, shut the door, and said, no, not tonight. And it seemed like last night the Bucks weren't even going to entertain getting in that situation. Um, everybody was playing well. At halftime, you know, I posted a tweet saying, gosh, imagine that, the Bucks having success inside when they pound the paint, because mm. the majority of the points came from inside. You know, I think that has to be the blueprint going forward. I think a concern for Bucks fans is that when that has worked for them, versus whomever the opponent has been this season. For some reason, they've deviated from it. They start chucking up outside shots and then you know, letting the opponent back in. And I think that they need to stick with what is working. They have the size advantage in this series. Go with it. Use it. You know, uh, take advantage of it. Drew Holiday and the rest of the Bucks, for that matter, defensively slowed down. Booker again last night, even worse. He was one for seven from three. What was he? He was uh, three of 14, 10 three of 14, points. 10 mm-hmm. points. Could they do that again in game four? I don't see why they couldn't. You know, the frustration with these Bucks has been their inconsistency. So it is going to be up to them to, you know, put that same type of pressure on them. Devin Booker is a bucket, okay? So, like, last night's performance was probably the anomaly. So you're going to do your darndest to just keep him in check, you know, knowing that, you know, you're going to give up a certain amount of points. I think last night was a bonus because he was having such an off night. But I do think that if you keep playing that type of shutdown defense, if you keep being pesky, if you keep being in their face, you can frustrate a young player, even a young player as good as Devin Booker, guys. So you, you know, it's funny because you talked about the frustration with them, the inconsistency. You talked about how they can show you how they can dominate the paint and then they get away from it. That goes to something that, and and Jeff Van Gundy said this on the broadcast last night, obviously you being there, you didn't hear it, but I felt like he was talking to people like me and others and Key is certainly uh, needling me me about it. And that is the, the criticism of Mike Budenholzer. And Jen, we've talked to you about this in the past. Is that like when all those things that you laid out Sound like to me, again, it goes back to a coaching concern. So with that in mind, what's your confidence level that Coach Bud can now coach this team from an 0-2 deficit to win the championship? 
Yeah, so it's it's fascinating. I've been trying to do some digging and just figure out what exactly the mindset is. Of course, you guys know this year and last year has been such an anomaly where you just don't have the access to the players, you know, to have one-on-one conversations, to kind of get in-depth uh, information. You're you're really restricted by the Zoom access. Yeah. So I've been trying to figure out like what the players' opinion of Coach Bud is, and I think what I've gathered is they really like that he gives players the freedom and flexibility to play on the court. Which, which is funny because it's one of the things that drives fans absolutely bonkers, you know, that they don't seem to, to have set pieces that work, that they don't seem to, like, know who's getting the ball and who's taking the shot. It's, it's more of a free-for-all. But apparently the players like having that freedom. So I think he's in an interesting spot where players like the way that Coach Bud, you know, gives them the freedom to, to make decisions out there on the court. And then the fans are sitting there going, no, no, no. Tell them where to go. Tell them who's shooting the ball. Tell them who's, t-. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they want that like definitiveness. But I do think that you saw last night a bit of both working, right? So it's, it was kind of a nice marriage of the two of, okay, now we know, you know, some of the ball movement last night, guys, was just chef yeah. kiss gorgeous. And you haven't seen that a lot from the Bucks. It almost seems like, you know, a little more ad lib, a little more improv. And so I think if they can continue the ball movement, if they can continue to put, you know, to pound the paint, to not get away from that. I don't see Coach Bud's job being in jeopardy if they can make this thing a, a, a very competitive series. And, of course, if they win it, there's no way they're firing him. Man, yeah, fire the dude after making the final. Know, just stop. NBA cold? See, he's yelling at me today, Jen. I don't, I don't know. He, he, he feels fire a certain the dude way. after no making the NBA finals. Boy. But, Jen, work on that voice. We certainly need you on the radio. But thanks so much for joining us this morning. All the best. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon. Dude, make right. the finals, you Jen get Lyle. fired. <laughs> no, 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 I think after getting a win like that, though, that gets it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. And Jen Lada joined us on the Goodyear Hotline. Remember, of course, coverage of Game 4 NBA Finals, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Coming up, though, more on Aaron Rodgers, including when will we have clarity on it? I think he let us know over the weekend. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 